Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRitter, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on Sunday, December 2nd, 2018. Our text for the day comes from Jeremiah, the 33rd chapter, verses 14 through 16. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days, at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in uh, the land. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this is the name by which it will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Well, where is it? That's the question before us today, is where is it? I think, though, before we get into the where is it, we better ask ourselves, what is it? What is it in our lives to which we are clutching as our source of hope? Where is it and what is it that if it was here or they were here or what is it that you're hoping for to make everything right or to make everything better? What is it that you know beyond the shadow of a doubt can fix everything you see wrong in either all of your life or a certain part of your life? Is it hope for more money? Is it hope for more power? Is it hope for more influence? Is it hope for a child to listen? And by the way, if you get your daughter's tubes done, that may mean they hear better, but they're not listening any better. I'm telling you that as a witness. But is it about a presidential candidate or a political party? Is it about the result of a football game? Where is it that your hopes and dreams are are focused right now? See, that's the one thing we all have in common. Is we all have hope in something or someone. Even those of us who may from time to time say our life is hopeless, we know that's not true. Even if our hope is so misplaced, we think that it's a place it shouldn't be. Do Do you know or do you remember what it was like To be at that point in life where nothing's going right. And you start out the phrase, you start out talking by saying, if only. Over the next four weeks, we're going to be engaged in a worship series called Told You So. And as we journey through the Advent calendar of hope, peace, joy, and love, as illustrated by our Advent wreath. We're going to be looking at people who talked about Jesus' coming hundreds of years before He did. And you're going to hear some pretty outlandish things from the prophets over the next four weeks, and you're going to go, those guys must be drinking. Because what they're saying makes 
no sense at all. But before you go down that road, I want to invite you to revisit that thing upon which you're clinging to as hope. What is it that must be right in order for your hope to be fulfilled? And then I'm going to issue you a warning. Do not be so caught up. Do not be so caught up and what you think should be that you are going to miss what is. The message of Advent is take off your blinders. Take off your blinders. Take off your preconceived notions. And be ready for the fantastically impossible to come about. And we start this week with hope. Because without hope, we are nothing, and we have nothing. Jeremiah, one of the great prophets of Scripture, of course, there's no such thing as a non-great prophet, but one of the more well-known of the, of the prophets, Jeremiah, he's preaching to some people who are facing destruction and deportation. Jeremiah is speaking to people who have no hope in their circumstances. Jeremiah is speaking to people who have been ridiculed. People who have been forced out. People whose circumstances are absolutely deplorable. And when you're in the throes of that kind of situation, and it doesn't have to be just physical. It can be emotional. It can be psychological. But when you're in the throes of despair and you don't have any idea how things are going to work out, I think your focus is going to be more on the here and now, isn't it? What can I do to get out of this situation? How do I twist things? How do I... Manipulate things. How do I push things in such a way to get my immediate desire here and now done because I want my hope fulfilled? And Jeremiah is tasked with telling God's people good news. And Jeremiah's good news had nothing to do with fixing their current situation. Jeremiah faced a people of despair. And despair, I think, can be fairly defined as the absence of hope. Despair is the absence of hope. And the people to whom Jeremiah was speaking had been done wrong. And they wanted someone to make it right. Have you ever been in that situation where you have been done wrong or somebody you know has been done wrong and you need for it to be made right? Have you ever experienced that situation? Imagine it on a personal survival level. That's to whom Jeremiah was speaking. But Jeremiah called God's people 
Not to focus on a correction of here and now. But Jeremiah called God's people to find their hope in the future. Jeremiah was the kind of prophet where instead of focusing on the end of something, he looked at the destruction of something as the beginning of something new because Jeremiah understood that we have to be people of imagination. We have to be people of imagination. And honestly, the church in America today is more worried about the loss of what was than the imagination of what is next. In our society, day after day, week after week, you hear Christians wringing their hands, worried about how come we've lost what we had, instead of looking at the prophets and saying, my God, what is he fixing to do to make things new? We spend so much time trying to keep a system or trying to keep a practice or trying to keep organizations and institutions going that we forget the message of the prophets where Jesus also said, Behold, I make all things new. There is a reason why the men and women of this church decided long before I got here that our mission is to grow and to serve in Christ. And on this first day of the new year, I will tell you that is where our conversation has to be focused. How is whatever we are thinking or doing helping us to grow and serve in Christ? And I want you to keep that in mind as we see Jeremiah's beginning phrase here. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. The days are surely coming. In those days, and at that time, yes, Jeremiah is not calling, God is not calling through Jeremiah God's people to have a fix for the here and now. Now, first thing we see here is that our hope is not found in the now, but in the future. Our hope is not found in the now, but the future. God did not speak through the prophet to say, well, if y'all do this, then I'm going to do this here and now and get you out of your current predicament. You go back and you look at a lot of the prophetic writings, it has nothing to do with the here and now. It has to do with the focus on what is coming. That is why I believe firmly in the understanding of mainline Christianity goes through the liturgical seasons of the year. Because we are reminded of all of God's story through this time. Our hope is not found in the now, but the future. Let me ask you, what are you missing? What are you missing? What is it you're failing to anticipate because you're locked into the here and now? and not opening your minds and opening your hearts to the new things that can be coming. Through the one whom we celebrate, Jesus did not come into this world for us to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Jesus came into this world to make something new, to restore. Oh, wait a minute, let's see. In those days and at that time I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. 
In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this is the name by which it will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Which brings us to our second point of the day. True righteousness is defined by and comes from God and nowhere else. True righteousness is defined by and comes from God and nowhere else. See, this is the danger, brothers and sisters. This is the danger of us buying into this idea that the Christian life, the Christian witness, and indeed the church as a whole and as individual churches must have the same thing all the time. Because we don't understand that righteousness comes not from what we do, but from what God has done in the body and the blood of Christ. When we read about righteousness in Scripture, we're not talking about self-righteousness. But we're talking about righteousness from God's perspective of everything being reconciled and redeemed. When we speak of righteousness in Scripture, we're going back to the beginning of time. Remember, and God called it good. Then on the seventh day, He rested. We're going back to the Garden of Eden, pre-fall, when humanity and God were in perfect harmony and communion with each other. And everything was right because humanity submitted itself to God's rule. And when we read about righteousness through the prophets, we're not looking at, well, if only discussions about our personal agendas or our church agendas or our community agendas or our political agendas. When we read about righteousness in Scripture, it has everything to do with everything being made right by God's standards and nothing to do with making it right by our standards. True righteousness is defined by and comes from God and nowhere else. That is what is so crucial about the Christian faith. Is that we worship a God who is about making it right. And we worship a God who's going to make it right in ways we cannot imagine. And if you think you know exactly how it's going to work, then you're crazy. Because no one predicted or anticipated that it would be a little child. The ancient faithful idea of the Messiah was destroyed by how God finally did it. Let us spend the season of Advent understanding that God is making it right. He's done it before, He'll do it again. And let us find our hope not in the now, but in the future. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in DeRitter, Louisiana. You can find out more about us at fumcderitter.org. Thank you and have a great day.